0: The Operatives is a spy-based podcast hosted by Agent Fran. By listening, you have joined the secret alliance of spies across the globe. Such members include the artist Coca and the musician Taylor Paisley French. Are you ready to save the world with spy media? Continue with Caution. Welcome to The Operatives. I'm your host Fran, author, YouTuber and all-round lesbian nerd. Welcome to the show. Today we are diving back into the Gallagher Girls book series with book 2, Cross My Heart and Hope to Spy, chapters 13 to 16. But today I am not alone. In fact I have a fantastic guest who did an entire breakdown video of the entire galaga girl series on youtube which i was very thrilled about because i was going to be starting a podcast for it very soon when i found this video it's going to be linked in the episode show notes but um but you'll watch it after this because uh we're now going to be listening to both me and my fantastic guest leah leah thank you so much for coming on this is really really exciting <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited because I love to talk about these books as evidenced by my long ass uh, like recap video. So I'm so excited to actually have like a person to talk to and not just a camera. So, so excited. (laughs)
0: oh I hear that especially like being like a solo host it's very nice to be able to talk to someone
1: (laughs) no I yeah I I totally totally am like so excited because I I recap like other like book series and stuff too on my on my youtube channel which is things no one cares about um and yeah it's oftentimes I feel like I'm going a little insane just like (laughs) knocking into the void so I'm very excited
0: oh yeah no I hear that very very hard um but don't worry we are both not going to be um mad today we are both going to be talking about something that we love which is chapters 13 to 16 which is like something specifically Leah really wanted to be on and very happy that <laughs> she wanted to be on for it because it's a very very cool couple of chapters so um as always we have our points to focus on for this episode so we've got characters plot relationships and generally what we thought of it but before we dive into everything I am um, I feel like it's like a punishment but it's an unintentional one by having Leah be the one to give the overview for these chapters Uh, it's a thing I do on my other podcasts but uh, I thought I'll carry the tradition over here as well (laughs)
1: yeah no these are like kind of a, a meaty couple of chapters so kind mm. of a brief synops- synopsis is like when this starts Cammie is kind of busy trying to avoid Zach as all the other girls are still sort of like losing their minds over the boys being there so she's trying to like keep calm and avoid him a little bit and then they have a co-ops assignment in Roseville where Cammie is partnered with Zach and they run into Josh we learn that Josh is now dating Dee. Dee. there's some awkwardness that ensues um and it's also added by the the fact that the whole class is listening in on calm so it's sort of an embarrassing moment for Cammie um and kind of a fun one to like look in on and then the big part of these three chapters is a school-wide assessment which is a masquerade ball and Zach is very like flirty vibes with Cammie which is fun to read but she still is kind of like trying to pin him down can't really like figure out what his deal is and then she kind of has like a wardrobe emergency she escapes into a passage to adjust her her strapless bra that's causing this problem Zach follows her in there and and the chapter ends with them going into a code black at the school so it's very exciting oh yeah, <laughs> got more chapters.
0: Oh, yeah. very much so like it's carrying on from like the previous episodes ones as well we can, we're getting more about zach in this section we're getting the plot of it which like it's still like the first two books are very much like the ones that I think you talked about in your video as well yeah. they're kind of they're very much the standalone not really huge yeah. storyline sort of books but this is the one where it's kind of like it's still very enjoyable and more enjoyable because of Zach
1: (laughs) yes I love him so much I'll just like come out and say it I like I am I love him he was like my first like book crush so I'm I'm a very hard like Zach defender (laughs) which can be a little annoying so I'll try to tone it down for this episode but I love I love him and I love reading about their their cute little like teenage relationship I think it's so cute
0: yeah oh very much so and honestly at this point like is there anything even to defend about Zach he is just great I love him he's fantastic and like everyone who follows this podcast knows I (laughs) freaking hate Josh so like (laughs) Zach is immediately a step up anyway because he's not like he's a he's a douche sometimes, but like sometimes, not in a malicious yeah. way.
1: Yeah, um, no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's so funny when people are like, "Are you t- what is it like, zammy versus like Jammy?" And I'm like, there is no comparison. Like yeah. there is literally no comparison. Josh is in my eyes just irrelevant,
0: but completely irrelevant and also an asshole. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Like. I, every time I see like people talk about it, it like firstly it's just like there was like one book with their relationship. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. Yeah. But also, and like, not to like like dump on anyone's shit, but also yeah. <laughs> there is that. It's a fact. Um, but also he's just like he's a dick. Like, I don't get how people don't recognize that. Like, the no. moment he realized she was a Gallagher girl, like girl, just complete turn, immediate asshole. Yeah.
1: I feel like he's such like he, it's such a, it's such a relatable experience for, like, a lot of, like, teenage girls and stuff, because I feel like he has so many girls, like, first boyfriend or, like, first relationship kind of archetype, where it's, like, the guy or the person that you think you should want to be with. Yeah. Like, the white picket fence, the all Americana kind of boy, you know, and then obviously it doesn't work out for for spy-related reasons, but, like, let's be real, even if she wasn't a spy, it it was not gonna probably work out, because he's, like, it's not, just not right for her, and he's just not... That's he's nice. boring he's boring yeah, boring like a douche yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> very much he is the dean of the gallagher girls series in for yes. from gilmore girls yeah because dean was boring and yeah. he was also very much like the all-american boy but also the very traditional all-american mm-hmm. boy mm-hmm. which like very much felt like what josh was as well in some areas like yeah the white picket fence uh all this literally sort of stuff. making
1: apple pie like come yeah on. <laughs> his mom makes pies like
0: yeah <laughs> we get it <laughs> yeah but um to, to not continue to sh- on josh <laughs> uh, um for the few things because obviously this is part of the uh episode that i do is some of the spy tones that we hear in this section so we've got a brand new one which is the brush pass which is covertly passing an object between spies so in this case it was a coin whilst they were out on their mission in is it rose no it's not rosewood is it
1: roseville yeah
0: Yeah. i got confused because rosewood (laughs) is Pretty little liars, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, although I guess like similar suburban to town, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also get some recurring ones so if We've got the dead drop again, because they were at the gazebo where her and Josh used to be, which is where they would leave letters. Um, and the dead drop is where people would hide something in plain sight so you, you can pass information. And then for the main plot stuff, we have the cover legends, which is the cover identities that the spies will be embodying for. Uh, specific missions and in this case for the plot a ball (laughs) but we'll get to the plot related stuff in a second because right now I want to hear everything that Leah has to say for the character section to talk about Zach I have my notes but you go you go I just I
1: just (laughs) love it so much like genuinely I feel like a little insane whenever I reread these because it takes me back to like I don't know insane like teenage girl crushes a little bit and I just I just love him so much and I uh, I love how layered he is and I definitely won't like talk about later in the series or anything so no spoilers for later on there but I I love his character development and I feel like he's so thoughtfully planned out Mm -hmm. um and I love his like sense of mystery um he's very much like that prototypical like spy like mysterious spy boy which Mm. is just so so good and I feel like Allie Carter did such a good job of still making him like a teenage boy spy like we see points where he kind of misses the mark in terms of being like the suave like man spy because he doesn't understand women totally (laughs) yet and I think that that's so cute because he's always still still trying um and I just, I think that he, he really gets cami and I just love, I love how interested he is in her and it feels, it feels genuine. It doesn't feel like it's, he's just interested in her because she's the main character and he has to be interested in her. You know, I feel like it, it feels so natural and like they feel, they feel like a perfect match and I just love it. But what did you think of him? <laughs>
0: I am in a very similar boat Um, mainly just because like uh, obviously from like a writer's perspective I like that we're getting a bit more of him already like he's still very much a mystery but we're kind of getting a sense of his background with like there's a moment where Cammy asks where Blackthorne Institute is and he goes really quiet kind of serious and he says like oh you don't want to know where my school is like really you don't want to come and stay at my school and like he kind of gets like like almost like a cloud passes over him is kind of like how she describes it to a degree so we're kind of getting the mystery but we're also kind of seeing that he's not always this fun loving teasing Mm -hmm. like boy's boy sort of thing he has a different side to him that it's almost like the this boy's boy behavior is kind of like a mask of his own which like cammy has the chameleon zach has his outgoing nature um mm-hmm. and i just like it like it's also like we see the aspect of it like when he steps in and steps up for cammy even like yeah. though he still teases her like and also <laughs> the thing i love is just like when he calls josh jimmy and it's calls so him a good. cutie like That's... it's very much just like he's trying to put him down to make himself seem better it's very much the very classic thing yeah. that people do um i will admit i have done it for <laughs> like
1: of course <laughs> like for friends and stuff yeah, yeah
0: for friends even for your partner if like you're referring to some like mm-hmm. one of their exes and you just try to remember try to give the wrong name purposefully yeah. like it's it's a thing that people do because you want to make yourself seem better
1: <laughs> And yeah. he
0: is Zach is better is um so better. but I just what I love and it's kind of like what you were saying as well Josh did see Cammy through the comedian side mm-hmm. but Zach sees Cammy he sees all of Cammy and she even recognizes this by the end of um, chapter 16, where Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, Zach knows her secret passages. Zach knows where she goes, where she needs time alone. Like he knew that she goes there when she's upset or frustrated. And he picked up on that like that. But he knows all of her secrets. Whereas Josh knew a fake version of her. Mm -hmm. And she's immediately kind of like, oh, shit. yeah, Someone like a boy really knows me for the first time and like before she can like identify this whole thing mm-hmm. and just kind of comes to grips with that then they go into the code black
1: <laughs> yeah and I think it's so like so interesting too how she avoids him because of this yeah like it's not it's so so different from you know the first book where she's literally like going through this guy's trash like yeah. stalking him you know because she's interested and with with Zach it's like it the intimacy, I feel like, makes her so uncomfortable at first and really freaks her out. And I think it scares her the way that she, like, doesn't expect it. Um, and and I was looking for this, like, one quote when he's asking her, like, you know, why she froze when when they came to Josh. And she says, so far I'd seen three different faces for Zachary Good. And at that moment, I didn't have a clue which was real and which was legend. Like, she just, she can't pin him down. And it makes it, mm. it, it makes her so uncomfortable because... It's scary for a spy, like you mentioned. Like he sees her, and she, that freaks her out a little bit. And I just mm. I love that
0: aspect of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. It's just he's just such a fascinating character, and it's very much like he is the the boy spy trying to be a man spy. But then, yeah. but then the fact that like him and Cammy are also so similar. She is for once in the position almost that like Josh was in the first yeah. book with her, where Zach has all the power like she did yeah. because she knew everything about Josh through her stalking. Yeah. Um, and she knows nothing really about Zach. Like she mm-hmm. doesn't know the truth about him. Like it's very much like the swap situation from, from the first book and it's, yeah, it's scary for her. And it's just, it's just really interesting to see where this is all going to go. Cause like we both know yeah. I have like vague recollection because it's definitely been a while since I've read the yeah. series, but um like we kind of have an idea and it's just nice to see the setup for these sort of things and just yeah it's i love it i love them and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about their relationship in a second as well because i saw your notes and you have thoughts (laughs) thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) but um this is uh where we're going to go into the plot related thing because this is where we have the plot for this book it's very much the same as the first not like same plot wise but as in it's very much a kind of this book plot uh, mm-hmm. for people who are waiting for the overarching storyline. Don't worry, that does come in the next book. It's not here right now. This is very much a self-contained, very middle-grade YA sort of yeah. part of like it's very much it's just for the one book more than an overarching story. But it's still very good, and I like this one more. <laughs> from what I remember, I actually don't remember what happens. <laughs> I just, re- I, I just remember um. that I remember the dance, and then I don't remember what happens next. <laughs> yeah nice, why I'm actually excited
1: the main ones that I always the main things I always remember from this book are like the romance element because <laughs> I just That's love fair. it so much um yeah it's just I'm excited to to listen to you <laughs> reread the rest of it and see your thoughts
0: <laughs> just be like oh damn I don't remember this this is yeah. cool <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, but uh yeah so the plot for this book is that uh we have an all-school exam for the eighth graders up I do not Know the American grading system. So I think it was to 12th grade, wasn't it? Yeah, eighth grade yeah. to 12th grade. Eighth through yeah. to 12th grade, um, where basically they are being tested on every single subject that they have had throughout their time at school. Um, so that's the COVID ops, the uh, culture and assimilation classes, the cow that uh i don't remember what that one stood for
1: of
0: the world. culture of the world that's it <laughs> and they all have cover identities for the whole night and they need to keep up these identities they'll be tested randomly throughout the night like solomon is randomly asking questions throughout like he questions Cammie about uh there are men wearing this color handkerchiefs how many of them are there and who are they um and all this sort of stuff so they're being tested throughout this evening in the ball and uh, it's very much just like I'm loving the vibes of it. I'm loving that, that we're seeing like another examination like what we did in the first book. Um, and then just breaking all this stuff down. But it's kind of different at the same time because Cammie is not with it. Whereas like in the first book, obviously, she was still kind of not fully with it because she would just broken up with Josh. <laughs> um, but she was still fully in mission mode. Whereas now, not only is she having a different cover identity, she cannot get into that cover identity. Usually, she's really easy at like falling into a different person because Mm -hmm. comedian. But this time, she really can't. Like, she keeps focusing on who Zach is dancing with. (laughs) She's like so aware of her dress and all this sort of stuff. Uh, She's still able to kind of keep up her cover, but she is really struggling to kind of fall in to her cover which I found really really interesting because Uh like Cammie has really been off her game for a lot of this book which I found really really interesting like it's just showing that yeah the first book had an effect Um, so I just kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on that in regards to what's happening here with the plot and what it leads up to
1: I I think I, I totally agree with you like I think it's so interesting and I think it's so funny because given that like the way the book's written like we see Cammy's thoughts it's so funny the way she like rags on the other girls for going boy crazy when the boys are here and she tries to like deny that she's going through the same thing but like we do see that like she is so off her game um, and and she kind of subtly kind of blames it on just like the environment in general and she's like you know has has this whole, like, section where she's, like, trying to get all the other girls to pay attention, to care about classes, to, like, you know, not care about impressing the boys, but she still can't, can't get over it. She can't get over Josh. She's always, always aware of what Zach's doing, even when it's, like, you know, just so she can avoid him. It's, it really is, like, ruining her, her spy aspect, which I I love, and I think, I think it's just, it's just so fascinating. Um, and I think it it ties in too with like, you know, the, the goal of having this kind of exchange was so mm. that the girls can can interact with boys like they would in the real world and you know, experience these kind of spy related issues with it in is mm. in like a an environment where it's safe to have problems with it, you know, where the only thing you're risking is your grade, not like your life.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just a really like I really did enjoy that they brought in the Blackthorn boys at this point in time. And for with the, this examination as well for realistic reasons of like yeah mm-hmm. they've got to blend in like like they've got to be able to work with people they've never worked with before mm-hmm. They're sort of just like that whole situation it's just it makes sense for the plot it's not like blackthorn boys don't feel like they've been created solely for the yes. reason of developing a romance they totally. feel like they're there for a reason and that's good writing
1: (laughs) yes and it and it definitely that carries through through the story too like the Blackthorn boys don't just get dropped you know this concept doesn't just disappear after this book and I I love it because this book really is a setup it's not a total total one-off yeah yeah yeah. first book in in some points is
0: Mm oh yeah 100% and you can kind of feel this and like we're definitely kind of like we get into the vibes of what's happening because of how this section ends with Cami realizing that Zach sees her Cami realizing that she doesn't understand him and yeah. then shit hitting the fan <laughs> with yeah. her bra falling off and yeah. then the lights going out and then code black code black code black code black and it's just oh I was I forgot that it, well I didn't check to see how this chat these chapter sections ended I was like oh man I find it also like a proper cliffhanger for the episode
1: no it's I think it's I think it's nice to end on a cliffhanger I also think that that plot thing is so funny because I think like the the strapless bra thing is you know um it's so funny because it also ties into her not being able to get into character because Tiffany St. James it's totally within reason that she would have a strapless bra issue Mm. and I'm like Cammie there wasn't like a bathroom in the ball or something like she she got out of her cover to deal with a problem that she could have dealt with in cover or like Yeah. yeah under. I don't know what the word is but I I think it's I think it's so so funny like yeah. you, you should have been able to you didn't have to like flee the ball and go into like crawl into the wall to fix this
0: yeah very much so like it's Cammy is very much not in cover mm-hmm. she is she is herself she is awkward she is panicking <laughs> yeah. which are all the things spies shouldn't do
1: no 100% not
0: <laughs> but yeah it's very exciting and i'm very much looking forward to like talking about how this continues on in the next episode Mm -hmm. but the thing that is very much what you wanted to come on to talk about initially it is the relationships that are appearing in this section so i will start you off with um the main one the thing that we care about the most zach and commie cammy's (laughs) jesus (laughs) zach and cammy's budding relationship (laughs)
1: Yes. So as I said, I I love, I love Zach and I really love this book. And um, like how it shows these little moments where he he wants to get Cammy and he also wants to have that that kind of adult man spy act of like he just does you know he has that like suave answer of like oh spy you know i'm a spy that's how i know everything but he has these little moments where he doesn't 100% get get Cammy like when he's trying to compliment her spy skills you know saying that he would have never noticed her if, if she had been tailing him and he means it as a compliment but she is very insulted by it as a girl because, you yeah. know, hear that a boy that you think is cute would have never noticed you is not a good thing. And same thing, like, you know, him asking why she froze when they ran into Josh. And, you know, that is like kind of a smooth moment because she's he's like, um, you know, he basically says, like, you're gonna get over it. I'm gonna help you get over it kind of thing. And and that's like cute, but you know, he, he's still trying to understand her. And also I think it's so funny. He chases her or like follows her, um, into the secret passage at the end thinking she's upset, <laughs> even when it's just like a bra, like a wardrobe issue. Um, and I just, I just love that. I think that it makes it like so realistic and, and cute. Um, cause they're still trying to figure each other out, even though they're both sort of trying to get the upper hand with one another one another in terms of like trying to Mm. seem like they know more about the other than than they actually do yeah and we both talked about how we hate josh and i think it's just so perfect because zach like pushes cammy and is very comfortable like he wants her to be the best that she can be where josh is kind of like threatened by that a little bit Mm. um i feel like it's almost that sort of trope of like Zach is is what she needs even when she doesn't know it but I don't feel like it's in a way that is condescending to her or like threatens her autonomy I feel like he really wants to be like her partner like I mean they're not they're not like dating or anything in this in this book but like I feel like it's just such a more like egalitarian one I mean there is that standpoint of he does have all the power in terms of he knows stuff about her and she doesn't know much about him but I feel like they're just such a better match where, you know, with with Josh, she's constantly having to like make herself smaller and like lessen her skills, diminish herself to mm. be in that relationship in like every single capacity. And so I just feel like that comparison, especially when they meet each other, um, is so, is so it's just so so good you know like Josh is being like rude to her well I'll let you get into that oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: yes the thing I've been waiting for um (laughs) but yeah so Josh immediately just kind of shows how much of a wanker he is in -hmm. this section because not only is he with his current girlfriend Dee um but like he's immediately kind of like it's awkward but he he's immediately drawn to Cammie. he starts talking to her only when he remembers that she's a gal a girl does he then mm-hmm. become an asshole um but he's technically being an asshole the whole time because he's got a girlfriend and he's just approached his ex-girlfriend and then zach steps into the picture and Dee Dee being the sweetheart that she is yes. <laughs> is like happy because it means that you know cammy's found happiness somewhere else because she is that kind of a person mm-hmm. um, and deserves so much better than josh um, <laughs> but then he do- he says nothing for the rest of the conversation he doesn't talk again he's completely silent he looks really pissed off and i'm like bitch you do not have like the audacity to be angry that cammy possibly has a boyfriend in zach when you are quite literally with dd Dee Dee right now and the fact that he then invites cammy to the school dance for a school she doesn't go to so i don't even think she'd be allowed to go <laughs> yeah when his girlfriend's right there to the point that Dee Dee then has to invite Zach as well, because obviously she's going to be uncomfortable knowing that her boyfriend's just asked his ex girlfriend to come to yeah. the prom that she's organizing with him, and that they're going to together because they're a couple. It's just, oh, it's just such a dick move from Josh, and he's just, he just sucks. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> all no, I gotta say on that. <laughs> he,
1: he really does suck, and honestly, I think like the first time I read this book and. Actually, like, every time I reread it, I'm almost surprised the way that Zach acts in this conversation, mm. because you could, like, totally imagine that he would be kind of trying to, like, like, big dick him, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. kind of, like, be a bit more of, like, a, like, machismo kind of thing going on, but he doesn't because he knows that, like, like, his priority in this situation is, like, I mean, one, to get Cammy out of it in a way that, like, works with the um the exercise that they're doing for school but also he like doesn't want to embarrass her and so he's very like polite even though you know he he doesn't know what's going on totally he calls her like cam and not gallagher girl which he usually does he usually teases her like this is a moment when he he doesn't tease her because he knows like he needs to kind of step up a little bit in terms of like helping her out yeah and I I think that it's so so cute and then we see him private later he does kind of like you know dim- diminish uh Jimmy you know do all that kind of stuff so he <laughs> still he has, should, like, yeah. That. yeah exactly but like he knows where that line is and like hmm. I feel like it's just, it's just it's just good and he helps her by you know taking the quarter from her when she was supposed to pass it like that was a moment where she dropped like the ball in terms of her spy assignment because at that point when they ran to her she had the quarter and he holds her hand and subtly like takes it so like so that she can kind of pass it to Zach yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I think that that's nice too he like really is just trying to like help her out
0: yeah 100% he's just being a good guy and <laughs> like Cammy is clearly like taking by it, which is like I did put a small section about like Cammy and her mum in here because mm-hmm. I was slightly disappointed. I put I don't know why I did this. My fingers just now. I was slightly disappointed in Rachel, her mum, because <laughs> Cammie's clearly upset. She's just yeah. run into her ex boyfriend and like being embarrassed in front of the whole school, basically. Well, her whole class. Um, because it was all on comms. And her mum's priority is to tell her, Don't worry, he won't remember anything. Yeah. I mean, you no, know, no, it's good that you bumped into him because now we yeah. know for sure he hasn't remembered. And I'm like, Rachel. Yeah. Your <laughs> Your child is upset. Oh my
1: gosh. Like, Not because of spy cool. things. I know. Yeah. It's
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs> I don't it know just, what you
0: thinking there. <laughs> yeah. It made me chuckle because I was like, it's both very much like a very parent thing to do of can kind of I like not fully get the reason why the child is upset? Yeah. But also like, mate, you heard what happened, you should know. <laughs> You're a spy, you should know.
1: You you should know better. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: really should. <laughs> but uh that just made me chuckle a little bit. I thought it was quite funny. Um <laughs> But uh, I think that's kind of all we have. Do you have like anything specific you want to add, or you kind of
1: do? But I, I don't know. I have to. I need to find like the quote in the book. So the other thing I love in these chapters, and this is so so minor um but I love it because it's part of that like setup we were talking about Mm. is at like the very beginning of what is this chapter 13 when they're like in the grand hall like eating this is kind of comes in the conversation where Tina Walters is like asking if like Cammy claims Zach or whatever, but they like while they're talking about this, she notices that Zach is like deep in conversation about Mr. Solomon, and Zach and Mr. Solomon are both like staring deeply at Cammy, like they're talking about her, and she doesn't like Cammy doesn't like talk about this that much or like think about it too much because she's more focused on like the boys being there in general and like Tina asking her about all this stuff and like asking her if she likes Zach, but it's super interesting because it sort of starts to hint that like Zach knows Mr. Solomon or they have like more of a relationship or something because like when you're reading that you're like wait why are they like talking about her because it's not Zach and another like kid like Grant or something it's like Mr. Solomon so I just think that that is interesting because it's part of the setup so I won't say too much more about that but I like that there's like little moments like this in this book Mm -hmm. where you're like ooh, what is going on with that
0: yeah, yeah. No, Ali Carter is really good with doing these setup things. Like, obviously, there aren't too much of that in the first book because, like, mm-hmm. there wasn't too much to set up with the first book beyond just the location of oh, the spy yeah. school and all that. Um, and then the Macy McHenry's. Oh, I take it back. The Macy McHenry stuff.
1: Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah, there is. <laughs> there is some other. There's another setup thing in, in the first book. Um, but it's so. It's so random. I have my own theories on to that as to if it was purposeful set up or if mm. it was retcon set up. So ah. I'll just leave it at that.
0: Okay. Oh, is it something that for, for one of the later books? Yes. Okay. Yes. I will bring you on when we get to that. <laughs> Tell me. How,
1: yeah, so. I would love to come back. I have so many thoughts about this series. I love it. Oh, yes. No,
0: you will be a regular guest. 100%. Huh. <laughs> I'm amazing. I'm amazing. <laughs> But uh, is there anything else like within the section that like drew your attention or um, anything like that? (laughs)
1: I think that's really it. And I think the other thing that's kind of cute is they talk about the other boys, like there's Grant and I think like Jonah or Jonas or something. Mm. Those are the other like Blackthorn boys in their grade. And I do think it's kind of, it's kind of funny because you see like there's all these other girls vying for him. I think she mentions, I think Kim really wanted to dance with Grant, but then her cover was like he had to be hiding from her or something. So that's kind of funny. And it's it's just so funny because Cammie doesn't realize like in this kind of girl girl world she kind of has it lucky because there's one boy who's like gunning for her who wants her bad and all these other girls are like out there fighting for their (laughs) lives for like a scrap of attention from these guys and I just I think that they're funny and I think like they kind of uh like grant grant is kind of bexish and like jonah is like the smart one almost like liz so it's kind of funny parallels but um yeah i think that that's so funny because she's like oh god i can't get away from zach and all these other girls are like <laughs> chasing after these boys
0: yeah yeah that's a really true actually i just had a thought for a second of just like it's interesting that also we've got our four group of four we've got cammy bex liz mm-hmm. and macy and the boys have their group of three because they seem to kind of yeah. run together. But I was like, oh, but there isn't a Macy equivalent, and then I realize <laughs> that there is one later on. <laughs>
1: yeah, there is one later on. It's, yeah, it's it's very uh kind of formulaic in that way, but I don't I don't hate it. I don't, I, know, not, I do right not it.
0: hate it. It's right. Yeah. I I very much enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I think that's also all for me. I don't think I have anything else specific for this section beyond the fact that i'm just intrigued for what happened because i legit don't i feel like i have a recollection of something of like them all going into like fight mode or something i don't know but i don't remember at all for some reason <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you're in for a treat then <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes so for everyone listening that'll be in two weeks when you find out what i either remember as i'm reading or just legit I just like almost like first time (laughs) reading (laughs) because it's been a while it's been a long while um it's very funny I have this thing with the whole series all the time there was one where I read I think it was the first four books and I thought it ended at the fourth book yeah
1: yeah that that happened I thought it ended at the third book but then I think it was like Maybe at the end of high school I learned that she did actually like finish the series and then I like just kind of sat down and read them all and now I I'm like an obsessive rereader and so I reread these like once a year um like about and they're just yeah they're they're fun and yeah a little crazy which I love
0: oh yeah I don't remember the last time I reread them because it was I'd finished university when mm-hmm. I found out that there was another book and I was like what <laughs> Yeah. So I then had to reread all the books again because I was like, I need to remember the context of what happened beforehand and then get to it. Yeah. Is it? There's only five books, isn't there? There isn't a sixth one.
1: There are six.
0: I don't remember if I read the sixth one.
1: (laughs) If you oh oh my gosh, we're gonna (laughs)
0: find out. We're gonna find
1: out. Oh my god. Oh my god. You're in for such a good time. Oh
0: my god. I feel like I need to double check my bookshelf to make sure I've got all of them. Hold on. It's
1: called um oh my god what's it called united we spy i think it's so good my favorite yeah it's called united we spy
0: okay i do have it
1: okay okay
0: (laughs) i just don't remember if i read it (laughs)
1: gosh my favorite is the fifth one that's
0: my favorite yeah I think we'll we'll talk about this afterwards but uh, I think I know which one you're meaning I think that was my favorite one as well yeah um but for the current book right now um and this current section this has been a really good section really enjoyed it very much looking forward to the setup and it's been amazing having you on Leah this has been really fun I'm I'm really glad to have had a guest and for you to be my first guest
1: as well yay I'm honored (laughs) thank you for having me because this was so fun
0: Of course. Um, Just because for a guest situation, would you like to do this week's question of the report? Yes.
1: So this question of the report is how did you feel about the Zach and Cammie handholding scene?
0: yeah <laughs> so that'll go up on the social media i would love to hear your thoughts on that in the post um and a, drop a dm as well if you've got other thoughts and if i've not recorded too far ahead maybe i'll be able to read some of the feedback thoughts as well um but yeah uh leah tell everyone where they can find you all that sort of stuff and it will be linked in the episode show notes yeah. for people who can't type fast.
1: yeah so my youtube channel is things no one cares about um and I like to kind of it's kind of a vague (laughs) vague theme but it's really just things that I feel like people forgot about or didn't get enough attention when they came out so I talk about a lot of like book series from my childhood some random video games and pretty much just anything I feel like talking about and kind of a long-form content or like yeah content type so yeah if that interests you definitely check out my channel and I do have um, as Brian mentioned a recap video on the entire series um but so, spoiler warning for that whole video obviously <laughs> but yeah check it out if that interests you
0: All right. Very awesome. So, yeah, that is all linked uh, down below for if you are listening, which you are because it's a podcast, of course. That's how this happens. Um, (laughs) So be sure to check that out. Uh, The channel is brilliant. I've watched various different videos from it. So it's been, yeah, very much worth checking out and subscribing. And thank you, everyone, for tuning into this episode and joining us for this week's episode. Be sure to join me next time as we continue. Warning. This episode will self-destruct in 5, 4, 3, 2... If you would like to gain early access to this sensitive material, you can do so by supporting Agent Fran over at patreon.com a healthy dose of Fran, or buy their books linked in the episode show notes. Want to know more about what's to come? Follow The Operatives over at The Operatives Pod on Instagram now.